guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parents Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello, and welcome to episode 106 of We Turned Out Okay. Today's Just You and Me episode is about the revolt against homework. And I must say, I feel like I've been waiting years and years to talk about this. So, when I was a third grader, uh, I believe you're nine in the third grade, I have this memory, really vivid memory, of coming home all excited because for the first time ever, we got homework. And I felt so grown up and mature and like ready to take this on. And more than that, like, like this was a milestone, you know, that I'm growing up now. I've got homework. And the feeling was, was one of like, I've been waiting so long for this. It's finally here. It was an exciting, exciting, exciting feeling. And because in the school system where I grew up, uh, back in the whatever, mid-70s, they didn't do homework until, they didn't uh, put homework assignments on kids until the third grade. And I feel like it really made a difference in my psyche. It made a difference in how I viewed homework and my ability to do it. And, um, I, you know, maybe not everyone took it like that, but uh, in fact, I'm I'm sure that everyone didn't take it like that. Maybe I was just a total geek to be all like excited about homework. But I I wanted to bring it into today's talk, today's Just You and Me episode, which by the way, Just You and Me episodes are so-called because they're just that. It's you listening and me over here. And uh, they are distinct from other kinds of, there's three kinds of We Turned Out Okay episodes. There's Just You and Me episodes where we always kind of get into a topic for us to think about as adults, uh, as parents. And There are interview episodes, guest interview episodes, where we're always talking to somebody that's going to have some important ideas to impart to both you and me, believe me. And uh, and the third kind is Your Child Explained episodes in which we look into the minds of our kids' heads. So today we're really thinking about homework from this just you and me perspective as like, what can we as parents, how can we view this and how can we think about it? And I really wanted to bring it up because since I was a kid, the thinking has changed and and uh, it's just got, the pendulum has swung way too far in the direction of let's put homework on kids as young as we possibly can. Let's 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 just take this pressure cooker that is early childhood education and just ratchet it up another notch. And then when that doesn't feel like enough, we'll ratchet it up again. And so you get to the point where you have my first grader coming home, kindergartner too, they had homework in kindergarten. It was the kindergarten homework, I feel like was a little bit more integrated into the curriculum. It was a little bit more like extend your writing and thinking about this topic, which I think arguably isn't too, too bad. But the, the, the result of that in our house was a really, really unhappy kindergartner who had so much else in his life he wanted to focus on. 
besides homework. And then in first grade, when it got to be like, it's not about the curriculum at all. Uh, it's about you have to learn these spelling words and you have to memorize them. And, and you're, if you get them wrong on the test, that's bad. Like it's, it's uh, much more about the, the kind of traditional homework that we think of. And, and in our home, as in many homes, that had a tremendous negative impact on our son. So much so that it appears, and this is why I'm so joyfully excited about this, this episode, that in other parts of the country, in, in uh, like sort of across the country, there's this idea that homework maybe isn't the best thing for, for young kids. It does put a lot of pressure on them, that it takes away from their experiences outside of school. And um, I'm thinking about, uh, I just had a thought in my mind that's now gone. So what I'm going to do is flip over to an article in the Boston Globe from August the 30th called is a homework backlash brewing? And as I said, when I read this, I was just overjoyed. Uh, the article starts talking about a teacher, a second grade teacher in Texas. Do they identify her? They may not identify the teacher. Oh, yes, they do. So the article reads by Kara Baskin, who I love her writing. Um, she She writes a lot of great stuff for the Boston Globe. Anyway, she writes... Isn't it strange that after years of groaning about homework throughout childhood, we dread it even more as parents? More to the point, we're as delighted as kids when someone tells us we're off the hook. That's what happened this week when Brandy Young, a second grade teacher in Texas, dispatched a revolutionary note to her classroom that promptly went viral. Quote, there will be no formally assigned homework this year. Research has been unable to prove that homework improves student performance. Rather, I ask that you spend your evenings doing things that are proven to correlate with student success. Eat dinner together as a family, read together, play outside, and get your child to bed early, Brandy Young wrote. And I just want to pause for a moment and just thank Brandy Young from the bottom of my heart for bringing this up, for sparing her second graders the, just the scourge of homework, because it is a scourge. It's, it's so, you know, you, your kids are in a mindset when they come home and it's a mindset of needing rest, you know, needing, they've been thinking intensively all day. This is hard for little kids. It's hard to do what somebody else wants you to do. Like they're, you know, you're, you're corralled into lines and lunchrooms and you have very little time at school to do your own thing, think your own thoughts, be silly, run around. Um, the things that like early childhood needs, demands, this is how kids learn through, through experiential and motivated by them things. And, uh, I think I might have to do a whole episode. Maybe I'll have to do a whole month on the crisis in the kindergarten, this this sweeping um, paper that reviewed lots of literature about the kinds of time, the, the timing, the, the the amount of time that children have across the country in kindergartens to actually make their own choices, to choose who they're going to play with, to choose what games they're going to play. And... Um, it's very, very little time. So I'm going to reference the crisis in the kindergarten. You know, I'll, I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. And if anybody wants to, if you want to go out there and find it and, and read it, it's it's quite a compelling paper. This group of early childhood 
professionals, like heroes to me, people I've been learning, I've been reading their their studies and I've been reading their books and their, uh, you know, ideas on early childhood education for 20 plus years because uh, that's how long I've been an early childhood professional myself. And I mean, these are people who who have dedicated their whole lives to the study of how do we make young children's, how do we enhance their lives so that as they get older, they're prepared, they're better prepared to kind of become citizens and, and, and they approach life with a, with a joyful attitude that gets you so much farther in life. And these people are saying that they have a fear and I mean, I'm not talking about just a few people. This is like, like a lot of people signed on to this paper uh, and formed this this group called the Alliance for Childhood. And um, and again, they're just they're an amazing, amazing group of people and involve some of my major, major heroes. And this group, at the beginning of this paper, they say it's our belief that childhood itself is endangered. And I really believe, I think you can link that back to this homework idea that, um, you know, not only is it enough that you spend time in school, as a young child, I'm talking, you know, I'm not talking high school, I'm not talking maybe even middle school. I think as you get older, homework becomes a more necessary thing because you do need to further your thinking on on your learning. And uh, if it's the right kind of homework, I think that's wonderful. And especially if it can be motivated by, what the student's interest is, I think that's important too. But we're talking here about early childhood education and um, and homework is the scourge of that. And, you know, so I, I bring up this, I bring up this letter that this teacher wrote about um, what to do instead, you know, enjoy a family dinner, um, play, read, get the child to bed early, get your child to bed early. Those are so important. And the teacher references this. And I think she's got to make a case for this. If Brandy, if you are a she, <laughs> I think you are. I think you have to, as a teacher, you have to make a case. Well, the research shows that homework is detrimental to this, but that here are some things that will help your child be successful. But I think we have to do it for more. There's another really important, I think possibly more important reason than to have your child be successful. And that is that your child will grow better. You know, your your child will... Um, be more connected to the world and be learning more of what he or she should be learning at this moment, which is what, what do they want to learn? What do they want to know about? What does their body want to do? You know, a lot of kids' bodies want to move around more than we give them time in, in their typical day. Unstructured move around time, which I think is really what, why I connect this idea of dropping homework to the crisis in the kindergarten paper, which by the way, was not that long ago. I think that's from 2009, 2010. Uh, And these two ideas are kind of inextricably linked to me when you're talking about kids under say nine, 10 years old, because we are not as a nation, we're not giving them the kind of experiences and no pressure experiences that they need. I mean, you know, you can have a finger wagging teacher up at the front of the class saying, well, this is big business and you got to do this, you know, on my agenda. And, and I mean, as my child showed, what, what that can produce is the, uh, the, the child feeling terribly guilty and wrong 
but it doesn't really produce the kind of results that you want. You want a child who in third grade is thrilled, is running home to do her homework for the first time because she's finally sort of reached this milestone in her life, just like I did when I was nine years old and running home from my first day in third grade. Or maybe it was not the first day. It was probably the first week or two. Um, And, you know, homework became kind of a drudge pretty soon, but it, it, I feel like that I was really sheltered from the kind of pressure that was put on my son and is put on kids every day in, in our nation. And at this point, I think you're probably like, well, fine. Okay. I, I, I see your point. I think you're right even, but what can I do about it? And <clears throat> at this point, I would like to read from the end of that article where an absolute hero of mine, a man named Alfie Cohn, who is one of the people I actually, you know what? I'm not sure if he's he is part of the Alliance for Childhood. Um, I hope very much to have him on the show one day. And when I do, I'll ask him. But if he's not, I'm sure it's an oversight um, because he feels the same way that all these people do about these really special people do about early childhood and and, and what young kids need. And so Alfie Cohn is quoted in this article. Um, he's the author, by the way, of a book called The Homework Myth. So maybe we can look more into that if I'm lucky enough to have him come on the show. Uh, And Alfie writes, no research has found any benefit to any kind of homework below the high school level. Why do we persist in making kids swallow this modern cod liver oil and work a second shift? And and I I really believe that that's what homework does. And um, and so at at the same time, we're saying, well, okay, fine. What do we do about it then? Like, what can we do? To, to make this scourge go away. It's such a wave of, uh, there's like a tsunami of homework in every classroom, except maybe one, <laughs> obviously one this year in Texas, that we got to, I feel like as parents, there's got to be something we can do. And um, I'm, I'm going to just read the end of this article by Kara Baskin, which, uh, which includes a quote from Alfie Cohn. Um, Where am I here? Okay. But if the Texas teacher's viral declaration is any indication, a homework backlash may be brewing. So what's a concerned parent to do next? Rally, says Cohn. Quote, talk to each other and organize a group of 10 or so parents. Walk in with a story about your child and say, I'm very sorry, but we will not be participating in a homework program. The bottom line is what happens in the evening for families to deci- is for families to decide, not schools. Respectfully, we say no and we opt out, Cohn suggests. This isn't just about moderation or reduction. Because, and, and so that was at the end of the, quote, of the Cohn quote, and then Kara Baskin's last line in the article is, because just like in elementary school, it helps to have friends on your side. Isn't that a wonderful idea to have a group of parents go in together and say, you know what, we are rejecting this idea. We think that homework is not the best way for our kids to spend their time. And, and as a group, we're saying, sorry, we're not participating. Respectfully, we are, we're not, we're not going to do this. It's not proven. And, uh, and that's that. Because we are the agents in our children's lives. We are the people who can make positive changes. We talked a few weeks ago about how in, in Alleviate Autumn Anxiety, episode 103, I think. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ben. I'm so sorry. My husband is my producer, and he's always saying, you got to have a list in front of you. And I, and I, I dropped the ball on this one. But we talked in, in Alleviate Autumn Anxiety, that episode from a few weeks ago, about how we need to partner with our teachers. And, and a lot of time I shared a story about feeling 
really just like it's I'm under so much pressure to bow to the authority of a teacher, even though I have a master's degree in early childhood education myself. And if anybody shouldn't be bowing, it's me. But I don't think that's what matters. What matters is that we we are just by virtue of of raising these kids and, and having ideals and goals for them. That's why we are equal partners with the teachers of our children. And we we can and should demand that that what we want to happen is what happens in the classroom and at home. And certainly at the very least, we can say uh, no homework. Thank you very much. And if we can do that, I mean, we're just we're, we're making our kids lives better. Uh, and and we're we're standing up and we're saying, listen, we see that this is wrong. You know, we we don't want this anymore for our kids. And um, I think that's where I'm going to leave it today. Uh, you know, get in touch with me if you have questions or comments. If you have a story about banding together, I'd love to hear about it. If in your neck of the woods, homework is a thing of the past for kids, for young kids, that would be awesome. <laughs> so let me know by going to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for listening today. I say this every time. And it never gets any less important that to have you listening right now, it just means so very much to me because I feel like together we can, we can make things better for our kids and through them, the world. And uh, in that kind of vein, I'm going to ask if you, if you have a friend, you know, or a group that you could share this show with if, if you really got something out of it. Um, I'd appreciate it so much. It means so much to me personally, because um, just because it's, a, it feels like a real connection with you. But it means so much to me personally, because what what's happening is that these ideas that I'm bringing up on the show and that you are responding to are getting uh, spread a little bit. And, and people who need to see them parents just like you will see these ideas and, and hear them. I guess really here, isn't it? <laughs> and um, yeah, so so thanks so much for listening. If you get a chance to share, I'd really appreciate it. And I just want to leave you today with a special thanks to our producer, the man who is far more about enjoying family time than about kids' homework, or was certainly, was far more about that when they were young, and still is, the 19-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award, Benjamin Culp. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want to date to Australia. Find us on the web at weturnedoutok.com, where you'll find show notes and more. Cheese that's not yours. Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Derp, 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 derp,